welcome to Adventuring the Girl Life, where we believe life for every girl should be well lived. Each week, we'll explore tips and techniques to add more adventure to your world, from fitness and self-care to career building and fulfillment in even the most mundane parts of life. So buckle up. I'm your host, Jen Whitmore, certified personal trainer, mom of two, and your new partner in adventure. Hey girls, this week we are talking about how to stay motivated. And I know that some of you are thinking, motivation, how do you manufacture that? And that's exactly my point. Motivation is not something that comes upon you like your fairy godmother adorning the crown of your head with her magic wand with motivation. Motivation is something that is created by design. We have to fulfill certain needs and tasks to create motivation. And that's exactly what we're going to jump right into today. So it is raining here. And I really hope that you girls cannot hear all of the raindrops and the cars going by. So I live in a cul-de-sac, but my office, I have told you before, is like in the front living space of my house. And the wall is like right on the um, street. So the wall of my office is right on the street where all the cars go by. And I feel like it's so much noisier. More noisy? I don't know. Um, Anyway, when it's raining and the cars drive by because it like splashes water everywhere, I feel like it's louder. So anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. I hope that you cannot hear it. Oh, I'm so ready for fall weather, not rainy weather. So number one, when we are creating motivation by design, we need to set a goal. So the first thing is that you're going to decide on what it is that you're actually trying to accomplish. It does us no good to run around like a chicken with our head cut off doing random exercises and off-the-wall recipes of food if we have no goal in mind. Um, It's not going to help you write a book if you have no idea what you're trying to write a book about. So we have to first and foremost set the goal. We can't just throw mud up on the wall and see what sticks. That's no strategy at all. So we're going to decide on our goal first. We're going to set aside five minutes at the least. Feel free to sit alone as long as you want, but five minutes at the least so that you can zone out of everything else and sit and think within yourself about what it is that you actually want to accomplish. Moms, feel free to do this on the toilet if needed. Number two, why do you want to accomplish this goal? Why in the first place do you even want to write a book? Why do you want better finances? Why do you want better health? Is it more happiness that you're looking for? Whatever the goal is, it needs to benefit you or at the very least, be very important to you personally, because otherwise you won't stay the course. It won't happen all at once, but once the new wears off, you'll find excuses not to complete what you're working towards. So it really needs to be important to you or at least benefit you. 
For example, if you're trying to raise money for a charity, that's not directly benefiting you, but it is something that you really care about because you want those children or whatever the charity is to benefit from the money that you're giving them. So it is personal to you and it will keep you motivated. Number three, now this is a big one. We need to decide on how we're going to accomplish this goal. Whatever the planning stages are to ensure your success in the accomplishing is what we need to work towards here. Will it be a weekly deadline on your chapters? Or will it be a scheduled workout class that you go to every week, every day, here in and here out? Will it be a certain amount of mileage ran every week? A major stressor for us in goal accomplishing is that we feel like we have an elephant in front of us to eat. And how do we eat an elephant? That's right, one bite at a time. We don't need to overwhelm ourselves with the task all at once. We don't need to make, you know, a mountain out of a molehill. Did you know that our brain actually releases dopamine when it accomplishes little tasks just as much as big ones. That's why we like lists and checkboxes and made beds and calendars. It gives us a sense of order and reward. So therefore, we can set up little milestones along the way to keep us on the right path to success. Number four, the starting line. We have to start, girls. We just got to do it. You have to set a time, do the goal, do the work, Press go. Push the start button. You need to schedule a time the night before you're going to start your task and sit down again for no less than at least five minutes to sit with yourself and think internally about the task that is set before you tomorrow and apply. Tell yourself that you can do this. Tell yourself that you will do this. This will propel you forward. I will succeed. I am a finisher. Get ready for what's coming. Number five, the strategy of rerouting. Our greatest weakness lies not in failure, but in giving up. Thomas Edison said something like that, and it really stuck with me. I really, really liked it because a lot of times what happens to us is that we consider ourselves failures because we didn't complete And what that means basically is we're just at a stopping point and we need to reroute ourselves so that we can try again. Obviously, we all know when Thomas Edison was creating the light bulb, he tried it over 10,000 times before he finally got it to work. So that's what we need to do. We just need to reroute ourselves. Think of a new way to get things done. So what if you fall off the straight and narrow? Now what? Basically, you're going to need a trigger. You need a fail-safe. What happens when you stop writing those chapters of your book? What if you had a really tiring day at work? You're exhausted, your kids are driving you batty, and your husband's out of town. What is it that's going to keep you from ordering pizza and a pint of ice cream on the side? You need to figure this one out for yourself. Every person's going to be different. Is it Take a step back, make a mental shift. Are you strong enough to actually do that? Personally, I'm going to need some type of outer accountability when it comes to that, especially when it comes to late night foods like, you know, dinner. So I do not have the mental capacity to be strong enough 
for just a mental shift. Maybe it's a phone call to a friend. Maybe it's a nightly check-in with your trainer. Maybe you could just send your trainer a text and say, hey, I had X, Y, and Z for dinner. Just because you know on the other end, they're going to be looking. And you don't want to disappoint your trainer because you know what that means, right? More burpees. Yes, the dreaded burpees. How is it that you plan to reroute your perceived failure? That's what we're working on in strategy of rerouting. All right, girls, this is the last one. Number six, frequently check in with your goal. How are you doing? Are you still on track? Has anything changed? Do you need to adjust? We just need to make sure that we're still going down the right path towards the same thing that we want when we actually started out. Sometimes goals can change and adjust depending on the outcomes of the steps that we've taken previously. Now, for example, if you're trying to lose 10 pounds, the end goal is still going to be the end goal in mind, okay? You're not going to change from wanting to lose 10 pounds to only five. There's not going to be much variation in that. But if you started out wanting to write a 15-chapter book, maybe your editor says, that's a little much, let's cut it down to 10. And so now you still have the same goal, but there has been an adjustment. And I'm just using a book because it's easy. I'm not writing a book or anything. Not anytime soon, anyways. All right, number seven, this is just our bonus, and I want to give it to you straight, girls. You need to start all over again before you accomplish your original goal. Now you're asking me, what and why? Because we're human, and once we accomplish our goal, we want to take a step back, and we want to admire our work. We want to look and see how well we did. Look at me. I am awesome. We want to be proud of what we did. I worked hard. Now it's super. And when we're standing back admiring our work, the time passes us by and now we've lost it. The chance to stay motivated is what we have lost. We might have lost weight But now while we're standing back admiring ourselves, it's starting to creep back onto our hips because we know that's where it goes, right? Always the hips. Yeah. But now the next book that your editor wants from you is two weeks behind schedule because we've stood back and looked at what we've accomplished already. Look at my pretty new book. Find what your next goal is and next journey and next accomplishment will be way before we finish the one that we're currently on. So basically what that entails is just starting right back from the beginning. Go right back to step one and start all over again. And this literally, in a nutshell, girls, is how we're going to stay motivated. We are imperfect people And we are trying to accomplish lots and lots of things in our life. And it's a lot of times all together. You're trying to lose weight at the same time you're trying to feed your family. At the same time you're trying to go to your job every day. At the same time you're trying to make sure that Sally and John have all their school papers signed. At the same time as you're trying to finish up the laundry and have the beds made. There's all kinds of goals and accomplishments that we want done all at the same time. So starting multiple at one time 
is absolutely something that we do on a regular basis. So we just need to make sure that we are taking the time to sit down and strategize how we're going to get these things accomplished. Because if it's anything, we know that the time is going to pass us by, whether we're ready or not. So this is how we're going to continually stay motivated by sitting down and preparing in advance on how we're going to accomplish things. And then once we get close to that, we're going to start all over again. Because again, we all have new things that we're trying to get done, new ways to improve our lives and convenience. So I hope that this has helped, girls. And before we finish up, of course, I always have to tell you the crown and the flop for the week. And this is just so I can show you my human. My flop for the week is that I literally missed every one of my Bible chapters last week. So we were finishing a chapter every day, and then we email each other back and forth. So you know good and well that I'm still receiving all of the emails from my girlfriends who have completed their work on time, and I am now reminded that I am slacking and that I need to pick myself back up because they're also on the other end waiting on my email. So even though I lost the four days, I picked them back up, and now I'm caught back up. Okay, now for the crowning moment. Girls, let me just tell you right now, I have been waiting two years to go paddleboarding, and I went paddleboarding this week all by my lonesome. So this is actually a big deal for me. I am definitely one of those people who just likes to do all kinds of fun things, but I like to do them with people. That's the caveat. I don't want to go and do it by myself. I actually signed up for a race and didn't go because I couldn't get anybody to go with me. So I lost the money that I paid for it because it was last minute. It probably would have been fun, but I couldn't get anyone to do it with me. So I didn't go. And so my crowning moment this week was going finally paddleboarding by myself. The only person that was there was my instructor because I had never been before. And it was a blast. I am totally obsessed now. I want to paddleboard for Christmas. I cannot wait to get back out there. And so now that it's the end of the season, I'm going to have to wait until next spring so that we can go back out because the season is finishing out now. But for goodness sakes, I live at the beach and I have never gone. So this week I accomplished a goal, even though it took me a really long time and it was so much fun. The water was calm. We paddled down the channel. The lady taught me how to get up and get down. And there are so many fun things that you can do on a paddleboard. I didn't even know that it's a racing sport. You can actually race paddleboards. It's also a leisure sport. It's also a good workout. Who knew? And if you want to get really fancy, they do things like tours and yoga classes on paddleboards. Oh my gosh, I could go on. So crowning moment paddleboarding for me was so exciting. If you ever get the chance to do it, do it, do it, do it. And P.S. It's really easy. I seriously thought that I was at least going to fall off once and be wet. Nope, wasn't wet at all. Left dry, didn't even need a towel. 
All right, girls. And that is it for this week's episode. I am so glad that you were with me. As always, thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, then go ahead and jump on over there and do that just so that you don't miss anything that we have going on. There's a new episode every week, and I don't want you to miss a thing. And so I hope that you jump on over and subscribe so that I can be with you every week. And don't forget to leave a review for the show so that more girls can grow. Until next week, girls, adventure on.